I see it live. I see it on Periscope, supposedly going. What's going on? And uh, we should be... Uh, maybe the internet's not connected well. Okay, cool. What's up? I am on D Live Periscope YouTube and... Uh, where else? Facebook and Twitch should be connecting. This is James Hake. That's me. And this is The Hake Report. It is 9.01 a.m. here in Los Angeles. And it is Tuesday, Thursday, sorry, not Tuesday, Thursday, June 11th, 2020. Let's get on with this show. We haven't been dropping for two days now, so we should be smooth sailing now. Enjoy. We're no strangers to moving fast. And we know how life can have that same quality. But now? But now? But now is the time to slow down and reflect. The events of recent weeks highlighted the work we still need to do as a nation to condemn racial inequality and racism. The deaths of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and countless others in the black community are heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Are heartbreaking and can no longer be ignored. The process begins with us listening and learning. Because understanding the problem is the first step in fixing it. We are committed to listening with empathy and with an open heart to better educate ourselves. We will use this education to advocate for change in our nation, our communities, and most importantly, in our own homes. Even after the headlines go away. All of our voices, they make a difference. No matter how big or how small. It is all of our responsibility to no longer be silent. To no longer be silent. We just can't stay silent. We have a long road ahead of us. But let's commit to make that journey together. 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 Our differences should not divide us. It is our love for all mankind that will unite us as we work together to make real change. To make real change. As we work together to make real change. What's up, guys? This is The Hake Report, and what you just heard was the awful propaganda video, and it was a typical, uninspiring, unoriginal propaganda video, so common in the liberal mainstream media. Very cringy. Or is it cringe? Is cringe an adjective, or is it a verb, or and or noun? <laughs> Who cares? It was cringe-inducing. It was disgusting. That was a bunch of... NASCAR uh, puppets, a bunch of white people and some other people and some mixed race black guy, I think was the, yes, I know for a fact, was the guy, the lone supposedly black driver, NASCAR, dri- full-time NASCAR driver, right? And they said in this propaganda video that the deaths of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, who was, I forget which one she was, was she the one who was killed, um, with, she was playing video games with her niece, her nephew, at like 3 in the morning. <laughs> is that the one? I don't know. Ahmaud Arbery, and we know what that one is. The Ahmaud Arbery, the guy who was suspected of being a burglar. And uh, they followed him, chased him, trapped him, and he attacked them. And uh, got himself killed. No, she was killed, the cops shooting into her apartment or whatever. She had like criminals with her. That she might have been, and she might have been collateral, according to Nick, the producer of the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Okay, appreciate that. Yeah, and these are evidence, and George Floyd, of course, was the criminal suspect who allegedly resisted arrest. It was, it appeared on camera that he seemed to be resisting arrest, or else just having some type of crazy medical emergency. Um... And these are evidence of so-called racism how? And they say, and countless others. And racism how? No, it's a lie. It's a total lie. Um, Blacks are the perpetrators, not the victims. Every now and then you can find a victim, right? But it's it's fake. And um, 
this I'm covering because I told you in Hake News during the Jesse Lee Peterson show about NASCAR banning the Confederate flag at its events and on its grounds. They own a lot of property, right? People camp out, I heard, I gather, outside um, these places. Drudge is reporting about it. Bans display of Confederate flags. This is, um, I guess, a campground outside of the uh, racetrack. At some racetrack, right? Back in 2015, a lot of people fly the flag. Five years ago, they asked people not to fly the flag, but people still do it. You know, NASCAR did. NASCAR is another politically correct a la um, sports org- so-called sports organization, a la the NFL, the NBA, MLB, (laughs) all those politically correct organizations that are actually not for what's right. They proved it. They proved it again. On Sunday, Bubba Wallace, the only full-time driver on NASCAR, he wore a T-shirt with, I can't breathe, and underneath it it says, Black Lives Matter. And, um, I guess you was driving, like, a McDonald's car? <laughs> you know how they have their sponsors. And look at this picture. This is from Newsweek. NASCAR bans Confederate flag from events, ends policy of requiring people to stand during the national anthem. Well, he's, he was standing, right? Because this guy is basically, like, a white black guy, <laughs> he seems like to me. But, um, he's getting pulled into this nonsense. And you see him standing, this is apparently during the anthem, you see him standing with his hands folded in front of him, right? Together in front of him. Meanwhile, everybody behind him, all the whites behind him, have their hands over their hearts, as, presumably as the national anthem is being played. And, you know, it's so silly, they're wearing the COVID masks over their faces, they look like Antifa. What a shame. So... He went on CNN, and I have a few clips to play for you real quick, and then I'll get to calls. You guys can call in. I have some calls already on hold. 888-775-3773. Actually, people want to talk about this and the takedown of toppling, really, of Confederate monuments, beheading of George, uh, no, George, Christopher Columbus and all that madness. But I have these clips from, it's 13A, B, C, Joel. Bubba Wallace, of course, went on CNN, which is the anti-American, anti-white, anti-Christian, pro-homosexual, brazenly pro-homosexual. Not the good, not the, oh, let's just be decent towards these people. No, they are full-blown pro-abortion, everything evil, right? Don Lemon, the worst of the worst. He's just come out of the closet, full being, full-blown Trump derangement syndrome. Hates white people. Believes in the racism thing. Called the president of the United States racist. That's Don Lemon. Uh, this guy, Bubba Wallace, went on his show after wearing that Black Lives Matter thing. And he, he also has this car that he's going to... His, his new car is going to be... Or his new paint job on his car is going to be black with, you know, like... A black arm on it and a white arm. They're holding hands like, like, kind of like over the top or something. (laughs) Or jungle fever or something. And hashtag Black Lives Matter coming across the side. Just over the back wheel. Hashtag Black Lives Matter on it. That's disgusting. Might as well be the KKK over that. And I'm going to get to what I think about Black Lives Matter. the, The term and the origin of it. Another picture that's closer up of this, the back of the car that says hashtag Black Lives Matter, you can see him standing next to the car, and you also see a peace sign um, painted or, or, you know, printed on the vehicle with a bunch of black hands inside of the peace sign. It's silly looking. Um, that's this guy. Uh, but he's all, no one sh- oh no, let me just take you t- right to the CNN clips, because I want to rush through this stuff, because I want to get to your calls and everything else. So, here is from uh, CNN, I guess, I don't know when it was, in the past few days. And he is talking about how he spoke to another, I guess, a NASCAR guy named Ty Dillon. Ty Dillon. And he's talking about his experiences with the cops. Listen closely to this. Listen. 
it really started with Todd Dillon. He wanted to um, have an Instagram live conversation and just hear my stories. And and I, I let it all out on the line. I um, I told him the, the discrimination that I had went through with, with law enforcement and, and how I was treated. Uh, and it's it's the wording that, that really stuck out to me of how I was treated. It wasn't any brutality. It wasn't anything uh, with force. It was the words that were said. And that's what some people don't realize. It's the words and how they say it really triggers African-American people because it's like, well, what makes you say that? What makes you think that way? So, um, you know, NASCAR has, has stepped up to the plate big time. <laughs> Did you hear that? He's more upset about the words. Typical liberal, honestly. Or I don't know if this guy is full-blown liberal, but he's being brainwashed and brought into the fold, right? The, and, the you know, that's typical, right? The words, the anger of it, the emotions of it. Typical intellectual liberals. I think that's why, according to Dennis Prager, that the mainstream media, one of the reasons, right, um, v- villainizes the Nazis as opposed to the commies because the commies killed way more people, way more widespread across the world, and whereas the Nazis killed a lot of people, supposedly, but a, a lot fewer, right? But they had mean words, right? Mean words. <laughs> and so the commies have nice words, but they're killing a ton of people. Typical liberals, right? Abortion, killing a ton of people. They would, they will, once they get in full-blown power, be ready to kill white people, kill Christians. It's like the Muslims are very nice, you know, the radical Muslims. They're very nice, and when they're less than 10% of the population, get to about 20%, oh my gosh, they're dominating. (laughs) They're like bullying people, all kinds of madness. No-go zones, bullying is like a light liberal word for it. So... Words, not actions, words, more important to the typical liberal. Anyways, let me get to part B. Here is Bubba talking about, there's apparently some black official in NASCAR who kneeled during the anthem, even though NASCAR had banned it. And now they've reversed the ban (laughs) after some black guy did it. So what are your rules for NASCAR? So here is Bubba talking about some guy kneeling, talking to Don Lemon. And we had our official, you know, Kirk Christ kneel during the anthem. A, a member of our, our community that kneeled during the anthem, African-American man that kneeled during the anthem that also served for our country. That speaks volumes. If I would have seen it, I would have went there and stood next to him, yeah. kneeled yeah. next to him because it's such a powerful move. A man, an incredible man that has served our country kneeling down that people think is disrespecting the flag and and. And going against our military, it's it's definitely not. Yeah, I was so uneducated on on what the kneeling meant when it started, but now reading about it and what it stands for and what it goes after, and I'm still doing a lot of learning myself. Don't get me wrong; I don't know everything about you know what's going on in the world, but that's that's the that's what we are trying to deliver the message across: listen and learn um, to be able to better educate ourselves. The world recruits stars like this to push their message because they don't have the truth on their side, so they have to gather an army to go against the, um, the decent people. And so this guy see- sounds like he used to be somewhat conservative. He thought that kneeling, as Colin Kaepernick did, disrespecting the flag and the country, completely disrespecting it. And his w- own words describing what the disrespect was proves that it was about disrespect for the country. I'm not going to stand up to show support and honor for a flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color. That's called disrespect. And that's called a lie. And that's called actually disrespect to the blacks and so-called people of color too, honestly. It's ridiculous. So he was referring to this guy named Price, Kirk Price, a NASCAR official who took a knee during the national anthem. In defiance, 49 years old, a sucker. I came from humble beginnings, and I believe in humble protesting, Price said. That's not humility. That's being evil, a sucker, a useful idiot. So that's that. Um, Part C, Joel, he's going to talk about we're coming for the flag. And he makes it sound so nice because he's like, this guy is like a nice guy, but he's a sucker. 
Oh, you don't see C? Let me put it. Let me make sure it's in there. Okay. Oh, you found it? Yeah, maybe it was. I may, I named it badly. <laughs> Typical. I think uh, it wasn't in there. I mean, it's, I pulled it too soon. Oh, okay. You found it though? Yeah. Okay, here we go. What's the next action, Baba? I don't know. That's a good question. That's why these conversations are being had right now, uh, each and every day. Uh, my, I need to get a new battery for my phone. It's been going through so much, but uh, we are we are taking we are trying to figure out next steps. And my next step would be to get rid of all Confederate flags. There should be no individual that is uncomfortable showing up to our events to have a good time with their family that feels some type of way about something they have seen, an object they have seen flying. Um, no one should feel uncomfortable when they're when they come to a NASCAR race. So it starts with Confederate flags. Get them out of here. They have no place for them. Um, the narrative on that before is, you know, I, I wasn't bothered by it, but that, that I don't speak for everybody else. Yeah. I speak for myself. What I'm ch chasing is checker flags. And that was kind of my narrative. But diving more into it and educating myself, people feel uncomfortable with that. People talk about that. That's the first thing they bring well, up. Let me so, there's, you know, there's going to be a lot of, of angry people that, that carry those frag flags proudly, but... It's, it's time for change. We have to change that, and I encourage NASCAR, and we will have those conversations. And NASCAR just went ahead with that. Disgraceful. He said no one should feel uncomfortable, except the whites. You got to get over it. This is America. People don't are not thinking what you think that they're thinking with this Confederate flag thing. It's so ridiculous. I remember when Amazon removed all so-called Confederate flag paraphernalia, Confederate battle flag paraphernalia from, for sale on their site because they don't believe in actual freedom. They don't actually believe in America. They hate America. Gay flags make me uncomfortable, says Lady Lamb. Are you going to ban those? Yeah, it's an anti-Christian flag. In fact, it's an anti-human flag, really, because <laughs> it, that just, that, uh, wrongdoing that vice leads to death and it only promotes death disney is boycotting tucker carlson meanwhile that was nascar just bowing straight to the blacks no hardly even a word about it that i guess that interview took place sunday i guess i don't i forget but that's ridiculous but Disney is boycotting Tucker Carlson. Disney, I think they own ABC, right? ABC? The far-left outlet? You know, one of those mainstream far-left outlets. Tucker tells the truth, Tucker Carlson of Fox News, and he encourages we the people, to, that we the people tell the truth. Be respectful, kind, loving, but tell the truth. And therefore they hate him. He said, you know... This is America. We have the freedom to be upset over Floyd, George Floyd or not be upset over George Floyd. The extremist Dominic Patton writes in the anti-American outlet Deadline, Tucker Carlson may have one of the most watched shows on cable news, the Fox News channel. Host is losing advertisers again. In 2018, over 20 companies yanked their ads after Carlson pointed out that illegals, illegal aliens, maybe may third world migrants, Brought in by the, by the, I want to say truckload, but really it's like, like crazy. Made America poorer and dirtier and more divided. And that's true. That's just a fact, Jack. Now both Disney and T-Mobile have cut ties with their primetime Tucker Carlson tonight. Tucker rightly called um, the these so-called mostly peaceful protests Black Lives Matter riots. He called them Black Lives Matter riots. That's what they are. And they're also smearing the cops, this Black Lives Matter thing. I'm going to tell you ab about it. Tucker Carlson also pointed out that people have freedom and aren't required to be upset about George Floyd's Memorial Day death. And the deadline was dramatizing that. <laughs> the article is something else. ABC talked about their commitment to diversity and inclusion, commie terms, and real change. Meaningless. In a statement, it's not meaningless, It's they mean evil. In a statement by Bob Chapek, Executive Chairman Bob Iger and Senior Vice President and Chief Diversity Officer, meaning anti-white, Latondra Newton. Disgusting people, no doubt. Um, T-Mobile said that they support those who stand against racial injustice. When 
you know, they do nothing of the sort. <laughs> they're new, the real injustice is against the whites. They, they're, and it's actually against the blacks too because they're pretending that blacks are victims when they're perps, perpetrators. They're the, they're the haters in the country. The prime, you know, by and large, their newest CEO, whose name is Mike Sievert, tweeted, Bye-bye, Tucker Carlson, hashtag Black Lives Matter. That's T-Mobile. And I would tell you to switch to Verizon or Sprint, but, you know, all these companies are SJW companies. I would bet. I would have to venture to say. There's another general, by the way, I saw on Fox News earlier today, who's a total... I don't, I don't really, I don't feel right using this word, but he's a, uh, a wimp. He's a wimp. <laughs> Is that a strong enough word for it? By the way, Joel called this guy Beta. This, uh, he looks, I don't know, what, <laughs> this one black NASCAR driver, poor guy, man. He's just brainwashed. You gotta have compassion for these people, but they're idiots. They just are. Um, but there's this general, and he appeared in the photograph with President Trump, I guess in, they called it Lafayette Square, right? I guess, I think that this is when Trump took the photograph in front of St. John's Church after the atheists, the hate, haters of Christianity and of America, set it on fire. I call them atheists because I'm referring to Antifa, which is communist. And I'm not referring to the Black Lives Matter people as atheists because some of them think that they're Christian. <laughs> I mean, they, they're not, but they think that they are. Ridiculous Christians supporting the Black Lives Matter thing. So let me tell you about... So that, that, that general said, I've learned much from this mistake. Stupid general. Um, Nick, if you want to look up that guy's name for me. I don't know if Nick is paying attention. <laughs> Some general, some general apologized for appearing in a photograph in Lafayette Square or whatever that, that is. And I think that was after Trump posed with the Bible in front of St. Peter, St. John's Church. General Milley, M-I-L-L-E-Y. A sucker. For appearing alongside President Trump. White guy looks tough, looks manly. But, another typical... I remember when we were, you know, when Trump was putting together his cabinet, we're thinking, oh, he's, he's gathering a group of men. It's nice to see men. Nope, they're not men. <laughs> uh, duped again. And I don't know, tr can you blame Trump for not knowing this? <laughs> like he's surrounded by weak people. And you are like most of the world is weak people, right? I was thinking yesterday, because Trump was doing this round table on race relations which with a bunch of black conservatives, some of whom I was just talking crap about, including Wayne Dupree, who hates Jesse Lee Peterson all of a sudden and thinks that people shouldn't listen to Jesse Lee Peterson. Wayne Dupree is like a nice black conservative. I liked him. Uh, I think he likes Sean Hannity, too. He had Jesse Lee Peterson on his show, and he betrays it, them. So a bunch of these fake black conservatives who hate whites... And this other one, uh, who's, whom Jesse Lee Peterson has debated before. Well, I don't know if he debated, but he appeared on a panel with her. This very talkative one, Sonny Johnson, is that her name? Different from Sonny Hostin, right? She went on a seven-minute rant. I am not surprised. Are you referring to just yesterday? Left people speechless for a bit. Yeah, yesterday. And I knew that she was going to do this, because she did that at Politicon, couple years ago, whatever, when it was in Los Angeles. And Jesse Lee Peterson speaks up. The Breitbart, this Breitbart guy, Jewish guy, was hosting it. Nice, good guy, nice guy. Um, but he wouldn't cut in on her. And Jesse's pretty soon, he's like, what do you want? <laughs> what are you getting at? She was just ranting about nothing, just like yesterday at this round table. So ridiculous. And so Trump is surrounded by these people. You got to think like practically 24-7. And I think pretty well of Trump still. I'm holding, I'm staying faithful and loyal, right? Because he seems to be faithful and loyal to us even though, I don't want to make excuses, right? Even though there's like, I hope that he stands up pretty soon 
and deals with all this mess going on. But um, the point is, like, you can't get too excited about people, right? Because they're very weak and very untrustworthy. Very, um, what is that word? Disloyal. <laughs> it's just true. These people just um, want something from you. I remember hearing a, I don't remember if it was from Sunday Service 2009, a couple weeks ago or a few weeks ago, or if it was from Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. You know, I'm the producer for Church with Jesse Lee Peterson and the Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel. I put out that content generally. And um, he made, Jesse Lee Peterson made the point that, that you're not important. Oh yeah, it was the biblical question about being important. Oh my gosh. People are not important, he said. It's such a good point. I'm stealing it, right? Um, everybody thinks you're important as long as they want something from you. And that's what Trump is going through right now. People want stuff from him. Making excuses for the blacks voting Democrat, which Sonny did just just yesterday. <laughs> and uh, my guest from Sunday, um, Jeff Charles, made the same excuse that Blacks don't have a choice but to vote Democrat. It's either left or f extreme left. They do have a choice. They can become their own leaders instead of being suckers. Anyways, so uh, stand with Tucker. Don't sweat it. Don't sweat it because this is the world uh, that hates him. And these, these uh, big companies are run by both weak and evil people. Actually, weak people are evil people themselves. So, anyways, just wanted to share that with you. But, about Black Lives Matter, and then I will get to calls. Hang tight, guys. Appreciate you hanging on. Black Lives Matter, the term, of course, originated with uh, the radical um, black lesbians. They're communists. If you heard, um, who's that guy who comes on the last Tuesday of the month on the Jesse Lee Peterson show? Bill Lockwood. Bill Lockwood. His show yesterday, not yesterday, his show this past week talks about these three black lesbians or queers, whatever they want to call themselves. They are communists. One of them worked for the communist, he called it, communist ACLU. ACLU is, pretends to be for civil liberties, right? They hate America. Un-American, as Jesse Lee Peterson called them one time at a Politicon debate. And so, Black Lives Matter, in my mind, is no different from the 14 words. The 14 words, and I know that some of you guys may be like, the 14 words are way better than Black Lives Matter. Some of you guys. The 14 words is a saying by this white, um, I think he was an ethno-nationalist guy, but he was not a peaceful person. Uh, according to Wikipedia, right? Which I, what I read about him in Wikipedia, and I don't remember his name either. This guy ended up being a um, kind of like terroristic. He ceased to believe in America and, and doing what's right. Instead, he allegedly, or maybe he was convicted, I don't know, drove a car or something for this hit this assassination of a, um, a Jewish, uh, journalist, writer, right? Probably saying some, who was writing stuff, you know, against the whites. It's very common. And so he, uh, reacted to the whites, the evil attack on whites with evil. So in that sense, it is, uh, it is different from the Black Lives Matter, because Black Lives Matter is not reacting to an evil attack on blacks. They're reacting to the blacks' own evil and pretending to be the victims. But in this guy's case, he, he, the 14 words, let me tell you the 14 words, they sound, they, you can't find anything wrong with them. It's something like, we must secure uh, um, the existence of our people, it's by whites, right? And a future for white children. Very, uh, nothing you can disagree with. All races should agree with that, right? Because nobody wants, I mean, nobody uh, who's halfway decent wants whites to be eliminated from the earth. So it is with this term, Black Lives Matter. Nothing wrong with that 
with that statement in itself, right? They do matter. <laughs> I mean, I think. Unless the person acts in a way that, that uh, proves that he doesn't value his own life, right? Doing, doing wrong. Maybe they don't matter in the sense, maybe our lives, all of our lives don't matter as much to God as they do to our emotions, right? <laughs> we are pretty uh, emotional people, right? So, this guy who came up with, the, with that existence of whites and future for white children thing, he ended up, you know, I think he died in prison. Or maybe he's still in prison. And um, Black Lives Matter is every bit as rooted in hatred, terrorism, and violence as that guy who is credited with coining the 14 words, right? The white, so-called white supremacist. It's not even a supremacist statement. It's just uh, we want to survive <laughs> and thrive, right? Crazy. Um, so that's how I see Black Lives Matter. It's just, it's, and it's a lie. It is... Uh, it's Trayvon Martin was the aggressor, according to um, the best evidence that we have. And Michael Brown was the aggressor who got himself killed. Those two were the cases that prompted this fake Black Lives Matter movement. So this thing, Ahmaud Arbery, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, no evidence of racism, but they want to pretend that it is. Suckers. So anyways, let me get to some calls. appreciate you guys hanging on. Ben, out of Canada. Ben, what's up? Good morning, Hank. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Nice to hear from you. Thanks for yeah, holding. Yeah, you too, man. Love the, love the show. Appreciate uh, it. Yeah, so I guess I'm calling in because the statues, the flags, it's all kind of the same thing. It's just this growing anti-white sentiment that, uh, you know, has no other logical, as they say, it's about, you know racism and all that, but uh, they obviously don't really care about black lives or, you know, they're just making the population super fragile and it's just a weak, they're just creating like a weak population because imagine being so fragile that you see a statue or a flag and then you just clutch your pearls and weep in the streets and you're just, and and then you have to go say, take that down, you're changing the world around you instead of changing your internal character. Yeah. Right? You yeah, know, so the, when, they, when they talk about, you know, what the Confederate flag supposedly stands for and stuff like that, they have their revisionist, communist, anti-American history, right? Anti-white history. They never talk, yep. they never talk to, like, the decent people who support the Confederate flag. Exactly. Including, it's, like, it's, of all races, in all honesty. It's about Southern yeah. pride and all that stuff. But no, they just want to um, smear it. Because it's a it's smear. Like, uh, on it's like Gavin McKenna says, they're becoming a, uh, as as mentally obese as they are physically obese. Yeah, that's what yeah. this guy is. Like he he's like he doesn't even care about seeing the flag, <laughs> but now he's uh, the mama to all these people who feel uncomfortable around it. Get comfortable, jeez. Exactly. Anyways, it's, I mean we got to put up with all these rainbow flags everywhere. I mean we're not gonna go, you know. Right. Some crazy. Yeah, we act have to. Like they are. Yeah, you don't repay an entire race. Yeah, you don't repay evil for evil. That's the people right. flying yeah. the rainbow flag, they're promoting evil, and um, you stay right. And so. that's the thing is like that's what it means to be a child of God in the fa- in the fallen world. Is we're, yeah. we're realizing everything's upside down. They love the upside down. They love the evil, and they're trying to subvert it and painted as if we're the ones that love evil or we're the, but again, if they just look into it, you know, I used to be a lefty. I used to be whatever hippie guy. And, uh, you know, you look into things, you actually pursue the truth. And it's pretty hard to not, uh, come away with a similar mindset of, uh, or the worldview, you know, Christian worldview and just like real tolerance means like, yeah, white tolerance as well. Yeah. Did you grow up in Canada? I did, yeah. I'm in uh, southern BC. How old are you, if you don't mind my asking? 25. Okay. Right on, yeah. Ben. It's nice to hear from you. Yeah, you too. Take uh, care. By the way, are you white? Yes. Right on. Cool, man. Trying to make, trying to make some white babies. <laughs> right on. All right, take care. <laughs> Thanks. Let me get to 
Man, I've I ranted too long. Daryl out of Florida, first time caller. Daryl, thanks for calling. What's up? Hey, James Hake, how are you today, sir? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. Uh, well, you know, not good. No man is good. I'm doing well. You can do good if you are if you are like of good, right? You can do good. <laughs> Well, Anyways. all right, you got a point there. Yeah. And hey, by the way, the hair is looking good today, my friend. Appreciate that. <laughs> I keep the front yeah. presentable. <laughs> I, um, you know, I was calling because you know I talked to Jesse earlier today, and you know he gets a lot of callers too, so like he kind of was in a hurry, like because uh, I wanted to mention some of the things that you're talking about today. You know, with the uh, in light of all this. Uh, uh, George Floyd uh, mess that's going on in the country right now. Yeah. And all the liberals acting up and wanting to tear down all the uh, monuments, you know, uh, uh, Christopher Columbus, uh, Robert E. Lee, yeah. all that. They're not going to stop. Oh, yeah, they're not. They're going to take that's down a, the whole country. And that's, that's what they're thing. doing. Yeah. And now the Confederate flag, too. It's like you were just saying earlier. The Confederate flag, like, I don't know about you, but growing up, like, did you ever watch the Dukes of Hazzard? I did. Yeah. You remember they had the Confederate flag on their car. Yeah. And the General I'm Lee. Pretty, the car was called the General <laughs> Lee. <laughs> I the think, General right? Lee. Beautiful exactly. car. <laughs> and when, for the longest time, and I think it was the general consensus for the longest time, when people saw that flag, they just thought, oh, these are some country boys. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yep. So, like, people who want to put up the Confederate flag, like, I'm from the South myself. So, like, the, the Confederate flag now, all it means is Southern pride. Yep. You know? I, you got pride in, in where you're from. Yes. And, and the, South, the South is known to be, like, some of the most decent Christian people. And even right. even amongst the blacks, the blacks are more decent down south too. I mean, some of them, <laughs> they work. Well, I'll tell you something, man. Like you know, I, I I've lived in in the north as well. I've lived in New York and everything. I'll right. tell you, man. Like the, as far as relations between races, blacks and whites, like things are way better in the south than they are in the north. I'll I wonder if what, they always they, have been. I wonder if that maybe think, they always have been. I think they have. Yeah. But why is it? You know that south. The south is more honest, more Christian, more conservative. Everybody is allowed to be proud of what they are. Yeah. Except for whites. Yeah. Like they're. Well, whites could do it. Whites could do it if they just stay shameless. You know that's why I kind of like this guy, uh, Kid Rock. (laughs) I don't know if he's about what's right. I don't know, but I don't know if he's real, right? But I like the fact that he's like. He's like, forget you, Al Sharpton. I'm not going to stop showing the Confederate flag and stuff like that. Have the spirit yeah, of the he, freedom of speech. I mean, he has more. He has enough money that he can, he can soften the blow on him, right? And we should That's be. We should all be millionaires. Like we should all work to be millionaires so we can handle this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, man. Where I live, yeah. in South Florida, uh, I live in a county. I live in a county called Lee County. Nice. Now, I'll tell you what, like, over the past couple of years, with the liberals going crazy and complaining about her, yeah. I, for the, like, say for the last two, three years, I've been saying to people around me, I'm like, it's just a matter of time, just to wait, yep. before they're going to say, we want to change the name of the county. And I'll tell you what, sir, last night, I turned on the local news. And there's a bunch of white liberals standing in the uh, town square there complaining about we need to change the name of the county. Of course, man. <laughs> Daryl, you, you remind me of, uh, you sound reminiscent of that guy who used to appear, he's a comedian, he used to be on SNL, Saturday Night Live. He used to appear on um, the great Bill O'Reilly's show sometimes. That's cool. I'm blanking well, I'm on his sure. name. I'm not sure who you're talking about, but, uh... Anyways, Daryl, I gotta run. Appreciate your call. Great points. Oh, hey, James. Yeah. One thing before I go, I gotta ask you this. All right. Uh, Is Joel with you? Can Joel hear me right now? Not at the moment. Not at the moment. He's not. Well, all right. Send him a message for me, all right? All right. Look, 
there's no such thing as a boneless wing, okay, man? <laughs> that's a chicken nugget. That's a chicken nugget. I know he's black, okay, but, you know, come on, get with it. I appreciate the message, Gerald. Thank you. Take care. Let me... Let me read a few Super Chats, and then I'll get to Steven and Richard. You guys have been on a whole long time. And my favorite caller, Mays and others, Lin Yen Chin says, The black population is 42 million. That's in America. 42, probably, 45, maybe. German, as the biggest white population, is 44.2 million. Wow. Hispanics and Latino equals 52 million. That's, I think, in America. European blood is minority in the USA. This needs... Fixing for my giant robot world. Is that true? Anyways, I think he's talking about German blood in America, maybe. I appreciate it, Lin Yen Chin. Thank you for the info. I didn't completely follow. Hopefully you guys caught that, though. Jib Jab says, wait for it. Yeah. Willie Palomino gave a diamond. Or gave a super chat and said diamond. Nice. Appreciate that. That's more than a diamond, actually. Hot Computer Smell says, shout out to Hake. Thank you. Lin Yen Chin, more white baby engineers equals less, quote unquote, overpopulation as they boost integrity and diversity of ecology and the biosphere as a whole. That's true. You know, people, the number of people doesn't necessarily pollute the planet. There's clean people and there's dirty people. <laughs> as Tucker Carlson said to the outrage of the stupid liberals. I, um, he says... I can't do it, I black. My IQ low. Giant robot lives matter. Paramedic says, keep waiting, Hake, for orange man. Um, people are hurt and dying, and it's wrong. Okay, he's saying keep waiting for, for orange man, right? And he's not saying that he hates Trump. He's just saying, I think that paramedic has less faith in Trump than I have. And he may, he may we'll see what happens. We'll see. There are a lot of people, um, whites getting attacked, blacks being more, becoming more and more diluted. You know how black crime was out of control in the early 90s, right? And now it's like way lower. Well, the, the mindset of the black people is, today is even worse than when it was when their crime was high. The crime and the violence and the murders are a symptom. The evil has not gotten any better. It's gotten worse. And, that, and it's an infected. The evil has infected all of us. Lin Yen Chin says the 14 words aren't evil. Who cares about the guy that coined it? The spirit of it is love. Secure a future existence for white baby engineers. Um, I don't know if I totally agree because words are not important. Um, spoiler alert says the 14 words were, were coined by David Lane. Wikipedia says that he was associated with the quote-unquote white genocide, white genocide, white genocide conspiracy theory. Yeah, it's not a conspiracy theory. The uh, whites are what? Are they, is it true that they're less than 10% of the, pop, the world population? Anyways, um, crazy, this diversity stuff. The false... Imitation of the kingdom of heaven, right? Because the kingdom of heaven is all, includes the few from all nations, and then the kingdom of Satan is the many, the mobs from all nations. <laughs> uh, and the whites are still majority conservative, at least maybe in name only anymore. It's crazy. Let me read a few more. Polly J gave a couple of diamonds, a few diamonds. Thank you, man. Appreciate you guys' support, and shout out to the people hosting and all that stuff. Um, let me get to Stephen, first time caller, out of Long Island, New York. Stephen, thank you hey. for calling. What's up? Good morning. How are you, Jim? I'm doing fine. So uh, before I get to why I called, I want to tell you my opinion on the whole idea of quote-unquote racism. All right. So I look at behavior and not color. I grew up in uh, New York City in... Uh, white neighborhood that was right next to the hood. And, uh, you know, on the local news, uh, when I grew up, I saw, you know, every day, black people killing each other, doing crime, you know, behaving like animals. You know, they're always looking for a fight. Yeah. So when I was young, I associated bad behavior with black people. Right. So that the whole idea is that, oh, people look at the skin color, and that's why they treat them differently. <laughs> it's the other way around. Yeah. Is that black people behave 
differently, meaning where I grew up, they behave like animals, and therefore I look at them differently. Yeah, and they, they're the ones who are the most ones that are identifying with their own so-called race and so-called skin color and all that stuff. The blacks are the the most doing it. I've we've heard from liberals, liberal people, you know, whites, Asians, and others who say the blacks are the most racist people, the ones who believe in racism, right? And if you believe in it, that's reality. But they don't want to address that. I that was one question that I forgot to ask Jeff Charles, my guest from Sunday, was that he he thinks that racism is real, right? I'm like I should have asked him. Are blacks the primary perpetrators of it then? <laughs> because they seem to be the openly, brazenly, shamelessly primary perpetrators of it. Right. Yeah, anyways. But uh, after listening to Jesse, um, I realized that it's not, really, it's not really their fault. It's the breakdown of the family right. that caused the loss of moral character. Yep. So now I want to get to why I call. I call because Jeff Charles blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> oh, he blocked you? Yeah, because I responded to a post he made, and this is what I, I responded on Twitter. I said, the idea, you know, is that George Floyd was not targeted because of his skin color, yet all black people see themselves as George Floyd, meaning that they are being targeted for their skin color, yeah. which is a straight-out lie fabricated by the leftist Democrats yep. in order to win black votes by saying, hey, we will save you from racism, since that is the only good thing that Democrats have to offer black people, also making the Republican Party you know, quote-unquote racist, if they're not, you know, into the fight. And he blocked me. He should have agreed you with to, with you on that, because he's not a Democrat, at least he's supposed to be right. a, uh, somewhat conservative, even though he didn't vote for Trump and doesn't think he will again. But that's, like, I asked him, where was the so-called racism in the cases of George, Flo- of George Floyd and um, Walter Scott, who got shot in the back? Where's the, where's the evidence of so-called racism in those? All right. There is no evidence. They just make it up. Yeah, he agreed with me. He's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know of any race ex- evidence of so-called racism in that. But so he should have agreed with you on that point. Maybe you said something else that he blocked. Are you are you white or black, or what? I'm white. Okay. Wow, what a mess. Yep. <laughs> That's all you tweeted at him. Do you have any other, other tweets? Um. I- I, I, I tweeted that, which you liked, and um, you uh, retweeted it, that I enjoyed the interview, good stuff, you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yep. So that's the only thing, I, that's what I remember, but... Wow. Was, yeah. Th- that's interesting. You know, I was kind of surprised that I didn't get blocked by him, but I guess that he's, you know, was kind of interested in the fact that I work for, work for Jesse Lee Peterson. And he is a he is one of those black conservative Jesse haters. He he doesn't realize that he's the one who doesn't respect black people or love black people. It's that yeah, you, that fake care, you know, that mama. You gotta tell the truth. Yeah. I appreciate it, Stephen. Good to hear from you, man. Take care. All right. Thank you. All right. I got to get to Richard out of North Carolina. Richard, thank you for holding. What's up? Hey, I'm back. Nice. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, my my thing is that, you know, I don't know how many Facebook groups I've had to leave because they're pandering to BLM. Yeah. Every time I have a little, I have a little gif I show. It says a signal receiving, like something like a salary receiving signal it says virtue signal received. <laughs> and I've always, I'm always called a racist right. when I say that. And and anytime I say all lives matter or mental health matters, you know that because yeah. people keep on hearing this, keep on getting shoved down, rammed down their throats. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're or if they're already on the edge of, you know, wanting to kill themselves, that might push them over the edge. Yeah. You know, they they need escape. They need to have places where they have fun, where they don't need to hear this. Yeah. You know, that's not insensitive. Wanting to be entertained and wanting to be, you know, have things, you know, you know, not be, you know, forced down your throat. That right. Depressing. Yep. I mean, I even have a gift of uh, Russell Crowe. He says, "I'm not entertained." You know, and oh, nice. Have, <laughs> you know, from guy here, I post that on actors uh, when they when they pander to BLM. Yeah, <laughs> I usually get blocked. You know, <laughs> man, it's wild. It's, they're so they're so sensitive. Yeah, you know that. It's like the left, the vocal minority is basically taking over and is running the country. Yeah, it's a shame. It's silly, and, and it 
And the only power we have is November. You know, when everyone sits in there and they say, well, you know, and they're going to think about it when they're at that booth and they're going to think, I'm tired of this crap. I'm voting for Trump. I hope you know so. That? That'd be that'd be great. I really hope so. You know, he's a fighter. I, and so I think that he'll yeah. fight to win. Um, he will. You know, that's we'll not our back. only that's not our only power, though. That's that's the only maybe worldly power that we have. But um, yeah. if we're really on the side of what's right, then we actually have uh, one person who's actually standing for what's right. That's powerful. And that's yeah. inspiring and all kinds of stuff. I told you guys yeah. about this um, direct message that I got from my buddy who's. I shared with you is illegal <laughs> and um, I didn't know what he was referring to when he said that I helped wake oh, wait, him up. That's acceptable. He's illegal though, right? I keep on forgetting. Yeah, I don't, I forget. We should, we, should, we should screen it from the mountaintop. That's what the leftists say. He so. said, he said, uh, you said something that challenged me at a fundamental level. I want to say thank you for opening my eyes. And he, I didn't remember what I said to him and he didn't tell me. And then he said, you talked about, he, re, more recently, this is an update, you talked about racism and how it doesn't exist. I don't remember telling him this either. <laughs> I see how it's been weaponized and politicized by Democrats and the left. Thank you for sharing what seemed like a radical thought then, but I now see as clear truth. And this is well, a guy that's that, yeah, illegal. That's why I say yeah, Biden isn't, isn't racist, he's just stupid. He's you know? evil. He's, he's dumb. evil. He's, he's dumb. Yeah. He's evil and stupidly stupid. I mean, not mentally, but I'm going to try to say stupid as, 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 as the evil is corrupted in the system and has made him blind to the truth. I see him the same way that I see Al Sharpton and these, yeah. you know, stu- Maxine Wild- Waters. Yeah. Shameless. Sh- yeah. yeah. Shameless. Shameless liars. Shame. Evil people. Yeah. All right. I appreciate it, Richard. Hey, uh, good to hear from you. Yeah, uh, again, again, I want you. I want you more on here. I mean, uh, I'm going to try to get on Jesse and tell him that he needs to put you more. more I appreciate hours. that, man. It's right. it's actually. I think I'm the only one really holding it up. I know that Joel would be like, "I need a break," but um, I think that I could make it happen. Amazing. And we haven't been <laughs> dropping right three days now. So <laughs> I go. think that's all my money. excuses and problems are solved. That's great. Appreciate yeah. it, Richard. Thanks, man. Amazing. Don't get right. ba- don't get blocked too much on unnecessarily on social media. Some of those people might uh, you might come across them in real life and um, wake them up. <laughs> oh, I you never know. They exist. I don't care who they are. <laughs> All right, Richard. Take care, man. Take care. But make Bye-bye. sure you're about love. All right. I am. Don't worry about that. Cool. Bye-bye. All right. So this Martin Gugino guy. You guys, one of you guys called my show and sent me this, you later sent me this tip. Martin Gugino, Gugino, whatever his name is. The guy who got, who got, quote unquote, shoved by the cops and was bleeding hard from the ear or the head. Wherever he was, he's like an Antifa guy, supposedly, or a quote unquote peace activist. Well, I learned from um, theconservativetreehouse.com, which is a conservative blog, right? Generally, they try to get it right. Sometimes they do speculate and get predictions wrong. But generally, it looks like they have things right. I remember famously, they pointed out that it appeared that Walter Scott was fighting with Officer Michael Slager over a taser. And it appeared that somebody, there was a fight over it. And you can see in like still screenshots or slow motion, you know, if you look closely at the video, it looks like a... Taser wire gets pulled, stretched when he's running away. So there's, seems like there might have been more confusion up close and personally, or up close and personal, whatever, than what we saw from far away. It just looked like he just cold-bloodedly shot the guy in the back. But there had just been a, like, life, possibly life-threatening fight going on just moment, a moment before. Right? And, but he got convicted. They predicted that it would be an acquittal, but they false got that wrong, if I remember correctly. But I still respect this conser- the conservative treehouse, also known as The Last Refuge. Um, Sundance is a guy who writes for them. I think it's a guy. But, anyways, this guy, Martin um, Gugino, his own blog, which he's maintained 2000, since 2005 all the way up to 2019. He brags 
about having four arrests and no convictions, 2016, 2013, 2012, 2009, in the U.S. Capitol, the White House, the White House, Orange County, presumably California, I don't know. But he brags about it. Martin Gugino, I don't know if you saw that picture. I'm opening the treasure chest right now. You can just, ju- you can just casually show that if you didn't already, Joel. Martin Gugino. Four arrests, no convictions. So he's not just a peaceful peace activist. He's a, well, I mean, he's an anti-American person. He believes in the climate change stuff and all that madness. Let me get to my favorite caller, Mays, out of Dayton, Ohio. Mays, what's up? Yes. Hey. Uh, you keep talking about Black Lives Matter. Yep. And Black Lives Matter did not start in 2013. I keep trying to tell you, look at the speech that James Baldwin gave. Since y'all like to play James the Baldwin, play the ho- the yeah. radical homosexual. I don't care what he was, he's, but you see, he's, he's where about is the James same Baldwin thing. now? What? Where is James Baldwin George, now? The same place George Wallace is. Did, and you can play George Wallace's daughter. Who's George Wallace? So I don't care. <laughs> what kind of point are you trying to make? Forever. You play his daughter. That's fine, Mace. Mace. That's fine if you want to pretend that Black Lives Matter originated no. in 1965. Hey, with James Baldwin, a brazen anti-American, anti-white homosexual who pretends to love black people, he doesn't. It, that just anti- proves that they're evil. They've anti-white. been around evil anti-white. for a long time. He was James Baldwin was black. What are you talking about? He hates black people. Well, you always somebody, somebody hate, but the ones that just finished that's called you today, they hate. I like Who's that? I like to know the one, the one, the one from Florida and the one that just hung up. The ones that he was in New York, and yeah. you look at black people, their dogs, and all of these different things. You're so busy looking at the like white people, like, you don't, you're not looking no, 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 at what no, no. y'all doing. Let me finish. Let me finish okay, telling right. you, James. Yeah, yeah. Listen, okay. I want your brain to function. Uh, <laughs> those people that stand down those statues, those black ones should be out there with them tearing them statues down. They should tell them to let the Caucasian tear their own statues down and stand back and watch, because they didn't put them up there, and they're not the ones that are going to take them down. And then with this ignorant stuff, that I know they missed the classroom and they missed the history classes because they really did in, in saying how black people were treated in the neighborhood he lived in and how some black person, he looked at not the skin color, but what they're doing. He needs to take a look at what they've done in history and what they're doing today. And maybe you would stop running from your history and from what you're doing today and, and look at reality. It's not about a Democrat or a, a Republican. It's about human and love. You don't have it, never had it, and we're your conscience. And as I say, forgive black people to what they never did to you, and you will make yourself a better person. Was that your anniversary? Was that your anniversary clock? No, that's an antique clock. You don't have to be an anniversary clock to have antique clock. All right. It'd be passed down through the family. Don't we pass antiques too? And then when you were talking about (laughs) dirty, you speaking of dirty. When you you get something that's just in the food, what did he tell you to do the first thing if you're around him with food? Huh? Did you just bring it to him and put him on put it on the desk? Or you gotta wash your hands before you, you bring it to him. C- calm down, Mace. You're I know, not making I'm not, sense. I'm not, I'm not, time is running out. I'm asking yeah, exactly. you a question. I don't know what so you're talking about. The article that you read about the reason about the, 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 that the, the virus because black people don't wash their hands. Oh we, yeah, that we was wash funny. Wash their hands before anything because you go to somebody's house got a dog or a cat. Well, he we also eat. not mentioned else. not mentioned in the headline. He also mentioned that this guy. Uh, out of uh, Ohio, this state senator out of Ohio, Republican guy, um, Steve Huffman, according to Dayton Daily News, he's an emergency room physician, and he pointed out, could it be that African Americans or the colored population do not wash their hands as well as other groups, or wear a mask, or do no. not socially distance themselves? And I've be seen the blacks not socially distancing plenty. James, so, anyways, your, I gotta go. We Mace. don't have lights. We don't have lights in our hair. Why? What reason do we? Don't, why we don't have lights in our hair? And you do. Explain that. I don't have lights in my hair. I got to go, Mace. Last one we don't. Okay, so we are clean. So don't tell okay. us that we don't right. people how they don't clean themselves. Sure. Take care of me. Yeah, sure. Please. So uh, he could save that article. Bye. <laughs> I got to get to Andrew out of Ohio. I had to hang up on her. Uh, yeah, Andrew out of thanks. Ohio, go for it. 30 seconds. Yeah, I want to talk about something Thomas Sowell, the great black conservative, he always brings this up. He compares and contrasts the 1977 blackout in New York City versus the 1965 blackout. In the 1965 blackout, no one got into trouble. It was a peaceful night in the Big Apple. But in the 1977 blackout, it was a complete liberal destruction. Wow. 1,616 stores were damaged. 1,037 fires were responded to. 14 multiple alarm fires. 3,776 people were arrested. Overcrowded cells. And they, they didn't even have enough cells for all the people they arrested. It was 
$1.2 billion in damage. Well, wow. $300 million, but equivalent to $1.2 billion. What happened in those 12 years? You see the destruction of the family. You see the welfare state. Yep. And yep. He, by blackout, you guys, he's talking about the power out. anger within 12 years. It's crazy. Yep. I appreciate it, Andrew. That's clarity. Right, thank you very much. All right. Take care. Um, Patrick Lewis says 11.5% of the world population, if it is true whites, are a minority. Poor whites. <laughs> but don't become victims. You're going to end up like the blacks. All right, guys. Take care. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. JesseLeePeterson.com for his stuff. And RebuildingTheMan.com slash church for the church with Jesse Lee Peterson, as well as prior episodes from 2009. Take care.